Once each year in ancient Israel, it was a moment of almost unimaginable significance and awe. The entry of the high priest into the Holy of Holies, directly into the manifest presence of God on earth. Today, discover the extraordinary truth about this ancient Day of Atonement practice and how Jesus brings us into the Holy of Holies. Just ahead on Jewish Voice. On Yom Kippur, the actual redemptive act is taking place in the sacrifices that are being brought into the tabernacle and then the temple and ultimately the blood. Let's read on. Aaron shall bring the bull for his own sin offering to make atonement for himself and his household, and he is to slaughter the bull for his own sin offering. Now, let me stop there. This is the same picture as Passover. What is the requirement of the, of, of the households of Israel concerning the lamb? And the answer is in Exodus chapter 12, every man needs a lamb. No one is exempt. Aaron has to begin by making atonement for himself and for his family. He's not exempt. Why? Because the Bible tells us that all have sinned and come short of the glory of God, including the high priest. So before, and this is a very important point, listen to, the, to what the Holy Spirit's trying to show you, that before Aaron can be the intercessor, before Aaron can bring, can bring the atonement before the Lord for the people, he has to be redeemed. He has to be purified. He has to be right with God. Are you getting the message here? He has to be a vessel that's prepared and cleansed so that he can be used to atone for the people. Now let's read on in verse 12. He is to take a censer full of burning coals from the altar before the Lord and two handfuls of finely ground fragrant incense and take them behind the curtain. Now he's going into the Holy of Holies and he is to put the incense on the fire before the Lord and the smoke of the incense, listen to this now, will conceal the atonement cover above the tablets of the covenant so that he will not die. Okay, what is this talking about? I believe it's talking about the holiness of God. No one has seen God face to face. And there is a, a smoke now that is actually concealing to some degree the glory of God. We cry out, Lord, I wanna see your glory. Lord, I wanna see your glory. I want your presence. But to what degree do we really want to experience that? I want God's presence but I want it in limited measure, okay? I, I, I don't want to get zapped. And anyone who touched the ark as it moved would be zapped. Anyone who touched the mountain when Moses was on the mountain would be zapped. The glory of God, the very presence of God is a very, very serious thing and we can't take it lightly. So Aaron's entering the Holy of Holies, number one, following in detail every uh, requirement of the Lord, two, He's cleansed, he's washed himself, uh, he's going in with blood, and he's first making atonement for himself. And even then, even after he follows all of these details, the smoke is still protecting him from the complete glory, Shekinah of God. It's too much to bear. 
Now, verse 14, let's read on. He's to take some of the bull's blood, and with his finger, he's to sprinkle it on the front of the atonement cover. You can see a picture of this now on the screen. This is the beautiful atonement cover. This is the mercy seat that was the cover of the Ark of the Covenant, and this is where he's to sprinkle some of the blood. It says he shall sprinkle some of it with his finger seven times before the atonement cover. He shall then slaughter the goat for the sin offering for the people and take its blood behind the curtain and do with it just as he did with the bull's blood. He does the same thing. You're to sprinkle it on the atonement cover and in front of it. In this way, it says he will make atonement for the most holy place because of the uncleanliness and the rebellion of the Israelites, whatever their sins have been. He is to do the same for the tent of meeting, which is among them in the midst of their uncleanliness. Listen to this. No one is to be in the tent of meeting from the time Aaron goes in to make atonement in the most holy place until he comes out having made atonement for himself, his household, and the whole community of Israel. Why? Because anyone who was nearby would die. This is how serious it is. The Bible says it's a terrible thing to fall into the hands of the might of mighty God. Why? Because just as he's a God of forgiveness, just as he's a God of compassion and mercy, and he's exp he expresses that in the person of Yeshua, he's also a God of justice, of judgment, and holiness. And we see this on Yom Kippur. This is not a light thing. And so this is done once a year, specifically on Yom Kippur, and only by Aaron and his sons, the high priests. Now, there's a story. I'm sure you've all seen pictures of, of, of Orthodox Jews praying at the wall or in synagogue, and they're doing this. They're, they're praying, and they're moving this way. It's called dovening. Well, according to tradition, true or not true, the idea is that the high priest was going into the Holy of Holies, and he may make it, he may not. Now, if he doesn't, and he's struck dead, who's going to go in after him? Nobody was going to go in after him. And so according to this tr rabbinic tradition, they tied a rope to his ankle, and uh, They'd be able to pull him out, of course, if he died. And the way they knew he was still alive is that as he was making the sacrifice, he had a bell around his neck, and he was going like this. And so as long as the bell was ringing, he was okay. But if the bell stopped ringing, somebody had to yank his dead body out. Now, true or not true, uh, maybe an ancient uh, uh, Jewish bibamice or, or, or fairy tale that this is why today we're still Dovening as we pray, just as the high priest was keeping that bell ringing. I'm alive. I'm alive still. Can you imagine, though, the weight of this, the seriousness of this, that he's atoning for himself before the glory, the very presence of God, and then ultimately for the sins of the people. Now, in the New Testament, we're told that Jesus, Yeshua, has become our high priest. One of my favorite pictures of Yeshua, one of my the favorite titles that I see in, in the New Testament for Jesus is our high priest. Hebrews talks a lot about this. In fact, the whole context of the book of Hebrews, which I, I think 
was written by Luke, actually. Um, I'm not going to unpack that today. But I believe it was Luke, and I believe that Luke was actually a Jewish believer. We think of him as the, 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 the one Gentile that contributed to the New Testament. But I believe he was a Jew, and I believe he wrote the book of Hebrews. But the backdrop of Hebrews is Yom Kippur. Uh, to understand Hebrews fully, and it was written to the circumcision, to Jewish believers, you had to understand Yom Kippur. And when you understand Yom Kippur, and the specifics of Yom Kippur, it absolutely comes alive. But in Hebrews 9, verse 6, it says, When everything had been arranged like this, the priests entered regularly into the outer room to carry on the ministry. They're talking about the holy place, not the holy of holies. And then, referring specifically to Yom Kippur, it then says, but only the high priest entered the inner room, the Holy of Holies, and that only once a year, and never without blood, which he offered for himself and for the sins the people had committed in ignorance. Okay, so he's laying out the framework of Yom Kippur, and then in Hebrews 9:11 it says, but when Messiah, the Messiah, came as high priest of the good things that are already here, he went through the greater and more perfect tabernacle that is not made with human hands, that is to say, is not part of this creation. He did not enter by the blood of goats and calves, but entered the most holy place once for all by his own blood, thus obtaining eternal redemption. All you can say to that is hallelujah. What is it telling us? It's giving us this picture of the high priest entering into the Holy of Holies on Yom Kippur, first in the tabernacle and then in the temple. But now he says Yeshua is not entering an, an earthly tabernacle, but he's actually entering a heavenly tabernacle. I believe that the temple, the tabernacle and then the temple was only an earthly picture an earthly copy of what exists in heaven. And let me tell you this, in heaven, it's far more glorious. Amen. We're going to get to see it. I'm so glad for that. And we're told that Yeshua, as our high priest, is now entering into the heavenly tabernacle, the heavenly temple, and he's going into the Holy of Holies, and he's offering not the blood of bulls and calves and goats, as had been done for centuries, but now he's bringing his own blood for the final atonement. And that's how the blood of Yeshua ties into understanding all of the types and shadows that came before it. All of the blood sacrifices that established every covenant in Scripture, from Adam all the way through to the new covenant, now with his blood. Now, not only is he our high priest, but he is a priest not after the Levitical order, not after the children of Aaron, which is an earthly priesthood, but we're told that he is a priest after the order of Melchizedek. Here at Jewish Voice, we are dedicated to proclaiming the gospel the good news that Yeshua, Jesus, is the Messiah, to the Jew first and also to the nations. One way we do this is by providing life-saving medical help to some of the most impoverished and needy Jewish people in the world. 
as we share God's love and the good news that Jesus is their true Messiah. Today, we are preparing for our next medical clinic to bless a remarkable tribe in Gondar, Ethiopia, the Beta Israel, a lovely but persecuted people who have been practicing distinctly Jewish customs for centuries. Today, we urgently need your help to equip and fund this vital outreach. Will you be a blessing to these suffering Jewish people? Time is literally running out for many of the most vulnerable there, especially infants and toddlers. Without our immediate help, some of these precious sons and daughters of Abraham may die needlessly for lack of basic medical care. But you can help save them. But we must act now. Call or click right now to share life-saving help. And we'll say thank you by sending you the full DVD presentation by Jonathan Burness that expands on and extends the teaching you saw on today's broadcast. Yom Kippur, the Day of Atonement on DVD. Plus, our exclusive Biblical Feast tent cards to help you discover the significance of each of the Jewish feasts. And if God has blessed you with the means to share a gift of $100 or more to help bless some of the neediest Jewish people on earth, we have even more gifts to share as an expression of our gratitude. In addition to the two resources just mentioned, we'll also send you a beautiful and inspiring work of art, a three-dimensional replica of the Ark of the Covenant carried by members of the priestly tribe of Levi. To share a gift in support of this vital outreach and request your thank you resources, please call, click, or write now. And remember, your generous gift will make you a part of extending life-saving medical help to some very needy Jewish people. Once again, time is of the essence for many of these people. Please call, write, or click right now. Melchizedek, what an interesting figure Melchizedek is. It comes from Genesis chapter uh, 14, verses, verse 18 and following. And then Hebrews chapter 7 expounds on this. And we're told that Melchizedek, this is in Hebrews uh, chapter 7, was king of Salem or Salam or Shalom in Hebrew and priest of God most high. He met Abraham returning from the defeat of the kings and blessed him, and Abraham gave him a tenth of everything. First, the name Melchizedek means king of righteousness, and then also king of Salam, or I be, believe Shalom, means the king of peace. And then verse 3 says, without father, mother, without genealogy, without beginning of days or end of days, resembling the Son of God, he remains a priest forever. Wow. He is the priest, the high priest after a, not a uh, heaven, or not an, he is the high priest not after at the earthly order of Aaron and the Levites, but after Melchizedek, who is the king of righteousness, the king of peace. And we know that Yeshua is Sar Shalom, the Prince of Peace. Let me give you one other scripture I love so much, Hebrews 5, 3 through 6. This is why he has to offer sacrifices for his own sins as well as for the sins of the people. It's talking about the, the high priest. And no one takes this honor on himself, but he receives it when called by God, just as Aaron was. 
Verse 5, in the same way, Messiah, Christ, did not take on himself the glory of becoming a high priest, but God said to him, you are my son. Today I have become your father. And he says in another place, you are a priest forever after the order of Melech Tzedek, the king of righteousness, the prince of peace. It's a direct quote from Psalm 110, verse 4. He is our high priest. He offers his blood in the heavenly holy of holies and pays the price for our sin, redeems us, covers us, atones for us once and for all. I'm so glad for that, aren't you? I'm so glad for that. Now, not only is Yeshua, not only is Jesus our high priest who goes into the holy of holies after the order of Melchizedek and offers his own blood in the heavenly holy of holies, but Yeshua is also something called our scapegoat, okay? That not only was the high priest to make atonement in the holy of holies, but he was also commanded to draw lots and, have, and choose among two goats as he drew the lots. One was sacrificed, the other became something called the Azazel, the Azazel, the scapegoat. And we read about this specifically in Leviticus chapter 16, beginning in verse 7. This is very exciting. Watch this now. It says, Then he is to take the two goats and present them before the Lord at the entrance to the tent of meeting. He's to cast lots for the two uh, goats, uh, one for the Lord, one for the scapegoat. And Aaron will bring the goat whose lot falls on the Lord to sacrifice it as a sin offering. But the goat chosen by Lot as the scapegoat, the Azazel, shall be presented alive before the Lord to be used for making atonement. Watch this now, by sending it into the wilderness as a scapegoat. Let's jump to verse 20. When Aaron had finished making atonement in the most holy place, the tent of meeting in the altar, he shall bring forward the live goat. And then verse 21 says he is to lay both hands on the head of the live goat and confess over it all the wickedness and rebellion of the Israelites, all of their sin, and put them on the goat's head. And then he shall send the goat away into the wilderness, listen to this now, in care of someone appointed for the task. The goat, verse 22, will carry on itself all their sins to a remote place, and the man shall release it in the wilderness. What do you see there? Not only is Yeshua our high priest, but he is also the Azazel. He, he is the scapegoat that's sent into the wilderness. The Azazel was a mountain in the wilderness outside of Jerusalem. And this is a type or a shadow of Yeshua being led outside of the city. Azazel Golgotha. Yeshua has the sins of mankind placed upon him as he becomes our scapegoat. He's led outside the city to this place, to this remote mountain, to this remote hill, to this remote rock, Golgotha, hill or rock. It's outside the walls, Calvaria in Latin. And it's the exact equivalent of Azazel. And here's something amazing. Listen to this. Today, do you know what Azazel means in Hebrew? Hell. It's translated hell. Azazel is hell. Yeshua is taken to a remote place 
and bears our sins as the scapegoat. Azazel, hell. I believe that, that, that this is literal, that he actually goes into Hades. We told, we're, told, we're told that. And he preaches in Hades and sets the captives free. They'll recognize that he's Messiah and they'll cry out, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. And then Romans 11:26 will be fulfilled. All Israel shall be saved. That day is coming. And that's the ultimate fulfillment of Yom Kippur. Prophesied in Zechariah, prophesied in Romans, the day will come when Israel is redeemed and ultimately Yeshua will return to Jerusalem and establish his kingdom on the earth. Not only high priest, not only scapegoat, but the king of kings and the Lord of lords. May that day come soon. And all God's people said, amen and amen. Here at Jewish Voice, we are dedicated to proclaiming the gospel, the good news that Yeshua, Jesus, is the Messiah, to the Jew first and also to the nations. One way we do this is by providing life-saving medical help to some of the most impoverished and needy Jewish people in the world as we share God's love and the good news that Jesus is their true Messiah. Today, we are preparing for our next medical clinic to bless a remarkable tribe in Gondar, Ethiopia, the Beta Israel, a lovely but persecuted people who have been practicing distinctly Jewish customs for centuries. Today, we urgently need your help to equip and fund this vital outreach. Will you be a blessing to these suffering Jewish people? Time is literally running out for many of the most vulnerable there, especially infants and toddlers. Without our immediate help, some of these precious sons and daughters of Abraham may die needlessly for lack of basic medical care. But you can help save them. But we must act now. Call or click right now to share life-saving help. And we'll say thank you by sending you the full DVD presentation by Jonathan Burness that expands on and extends the teaching you saw on today's broadcast. Yom Kippur. The Day of Atonement on DVD. Plus, our exclusive Biblical Feast tent cards to help you discover the significance of each of the Jewish feasts. And if God has blessed you with the means to share a gift of $100 or more to help bless some of the neediest Jewish people on earth, we have even more gifts to share as an expression of our gratitude. In addition to the two resources just mentioned, We'll also send you a beautiful and inspiring work of art, a three-dimensional replica of the Ark of the Covenant, carried by members of the priestly tribe of Levi. To share a gift in support of this vital outreach and request your thank you resources, please call, click, or write now. And remember, your generous gift will make you a part of extending life-saving medical help to some very needy Jewish people. Once again, Time is of the essence for many of these people. Please call, write, or click right now. In one of
one of the most remote areas of southern Zimbabwe, a team of 51 volunteers were joined by 120 national workers. And together, they just finished one of the most challenging and rewarding Jewish voice outreaches to date. In a week full of both work and ministry, the Lord's hand was clearly seen as Jewish voice conducted its very first medical outreach to the impoverished Lemba Jewish community. We've seen children who, who couldn't speak, they couldn't hear, they they were they, they couldn't do anything. I, I'm shocked. And then and then they can speak and, and they can hear and they can say their names. I've seen so many miracles. I my heart is, is just filling up. I, I'm I'm forever going to be changed over this entire experience. It's the best thing that has ever happened to me. The Lord is looking down on this with favor, and He's looking down on this that He loves culture and He loves diversity. And uh, I had such a warm, wonderful feeling that uh, the Lemba here are very gentle and loving people, and that the Lord has not forgotten them, and that they have retained as much as they possibly can of their culture and of their, um, of their Jewishness. Imagine celebrating the miraculous power of the Passover against the breathtaking backdrop of the sparkling Eastern Caribbean Sea on board a luxurious Royal Caribbean cruise ship. Rejoice at the Messianic Passover Seder led by Rabbi Jonathan Burness, remembering God's mighty hand delivered the Jewish people from bondage. Worship because the miracle held a mystery revealed and completed in Yeshua, Jesus, the Passover Lamb, and ultimate sacrifice for our sins. This is the Jewish Voice seven-day Passover cruise on the turquoise waters of the Eastern Caribbean and the enchanting white sand islands of St. Martin, St. Thomas, and Nassau, Bahamas. You don't want to miss the beauty, worship, and celebration as we share the mystery and the miracle of the Passover on the seas. Join Jonathan Burness and Jewish Voice April 16th through 23rd, 2016. Cabin Space is limited. Book now for the best rooms and rates. Call or click today. Since 1967, Jewish Voice has been dedicated to proclaiming the good news that Yeshua, Jesus is Messiah and Savior, to the Jew first and also to the nations. Now one way that we do this is by helping some of the most impoverished and needy Jewish people in the world. We've been able to demonstrate God's love by providing these people with medical care, with eye care, dental care, and it's all completely free of charge. But most importantly, we share the gospel. And it's because of your faithful support that we're able to make a difference in their lives but we need your help. Will you be a part of saving lives, of transforming lives, and blessing desperate Jewish people by sharing a generous gift today? Now, if your answer is yes, we have some very special ways of saying thank you today. I've selected some helpful and encouraging resources that I'd like to send you. Just call, click, or right now to share and request them, and remember, your generous gift will be used to help some of the most impoverished and needy Jewish people in the world. Hey, by the way, we're on Facebook. You can check us out 
by going to facebook.com slash Jewish Voice and just like us on Facebook and we'll keep you updated on all that's going on here at Jewish Voice. Well, as I leave you today, I want to remind you, as I do in every program, to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. The Bible says, they shall prosper that love thee. Until next time, this is Jonathan Bernus saying shalom and God bless you. Jewish Voice is made possible by the support of friends and partners like you.